You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 29 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Dude, what's up? Dude, we're at episode 29, and you know what? It's already May. It's already May. And we usually start to plan our summer hiatus right, right. around uh, Memorial Day. It's hard to believe that Memorial Day is like literally around the corner. Well, especially since it's like 40 degrees in D.C. today. Well, yeah, it's cold. It's also Memorial Day 2020, it feels like. Like, what has happened in the last year? I know. You know, people keep talking about like, you know, they, they're vaccinated and they're like, wow, it's been 14 months since I've been to the office. And you're like, holy crap. I don't, it's crazy. Yeah, everybody. I, like, it doesn't feel that. You start seeing people on the streets now that you haven't seen in a while. And I'm like, do I look as old as everybody else is looking? Or I'm like, no, I can't be. I'm so right. gray. <laughs> I'm grayer, man. Well, I mean, it's age, right? We've aged yeah. a year without actually knowing it. I know. It's like Rip Van Winkle. I, it's like going. I, I went to the office, and it is like Rip Van Winkle. It's like time forgot, or like it's <sighs> time stood it, still. Time stood still. No, but it didn't. Like you can see, like the computers, like they're all blacked out, but they still tell the time. Yeah. But like, it's like it, <laughs> it's like there was a show on cable TV called After Humans. I loved watching it when I had my when I had a broken arm and I was laid up. And it was like everything was exactly as it was on March thirteenth, right, two thousand and twenty. Yeah. Yet it's May two thousand twenty one. Yeah. Totally weird. So but what's lots up? of things have happened since then. I mean, yeah, it's a, new a lot of things have happened. Vaccines. Since then. I have a new ailment. Um, there was an insurrection. There was an insurrection. There's, a, like you said, a new administration. New administration. The new administration's getting some shit done. They are, man. I mean, like, it's, I, I'm not just saying this because we're supporters. I mean, like, objectively speaking, there's yeah. some shit that's gotten done. I mean, you know, it just, it just goes to show, like, the, the, like, the, just competence alone, right? Yes. Do you and, think, do you think so many Americans would be vaccinated if Trump was not like, no way. Trump would have played the, the vaccines like a, like a, uh, like a reality show, like which governor is nicer exactly. to gets the which most state, vaccine. Which state is going to get it. And you know what? It would have ended up in these states where people aren't going to vaccinate themselves anyway. So it's like Mississippi exactly. has, has 20 million doses, but nobody is going to <laughs> right, take there's them. No and then they'll just be like, well, I guess they're going to go to waste and they throw them out. Right. Because it's not like now where the states are now trying to figure out, okay, your state is doing well. Let's find a state that's not doing well right. so we can give them what's left over. But, but some of those states that aren't doing well because people won't take it. Because yep. people Nobody's are just taking them there. Just so you're right. Head, there's man. there's no way that if I can almost say with certainty that if he were still president, neither you nor I would be vaccinated. There's right no now. there's no question in my mind we would not be vaccinated. We would. And be I vaccinated. just came from we just came from a, a lovely bat mitzvah, and there was virtual like, or in person. It was like a drive-in. Oh, it was like drive-in. a drive-in movie. It was awesome. Yeah. And so there was like a 
kiddish lunch afterwards outside. And the father of the bat mitzvah girl is fully vaccinated. Yeah. I am two doses in and six days away from being fully, you know, fully. Two weeks vaccinated. out. Yeah. And so we stood outside uh-huh. without our masks on and talked yeah. to each other. Yeah. That was like amazing. It was the closest I had been to someone other than Lauren or the kids in 14 months. You know, and then I, the photographer came over. He's like, get closer together. And you can. I was like, holy and you can. But if Trump was still the president, there's no way. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. No. I'm still, when I walk around outside, I have the mask, like I said last week, down around my chin because I'm like, right. I don't need to wear the mask. But right. I'm still in the minority. And there's still a lot of people in my people neighborhood. Well, And apparently the Upper West Side is like 65 to 75% fully vaccinated. Yeah. Like, I, that's not surprising to me. The same thing, like Montgomery County, where I live, has we our test positivity rate is like half of the state. Yeah. And we have the second least amount of cases, but the county that has the least amount of cases is the least populous. I mean, yeah. it, it must be like 75, 80, 85% of people are vaccinated here. It's pretty, it's pretty outstanding. But um, like, we're going out to dinner tonight. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. Dude, we're going out tonight. I, the the Are you Uber inside, is ordered. Inside I'm bringing or outside? a straw for the alcohol. I mean, I'm psyched. Inside or outside? Uh, we have a patio reservation with two So you're couples. sitting outside? Yeah. Yeah. So you're still not sitting in a restaurant, though. That's fine. We're still I'm getting saying, together I'm with just, people. No, no. I'm just trying to figure out what- I don't even know on. what- we're going, we're going in D.C. I don't even know what the dining indoor dining Protocol? situation is in D.C., yeah. whether it's 25%. Whatever. It's like a social event and we're not bringing in the food, right? Yeah, that's a big step forward. Giant leap for mankind. Fuck. Yeah, but you know, I have to say that for the first time since, I guess, the inauguration, Uh I actually could not sleep this week because I'm starting to worry about what's going on with with the voter suppression laws that are being passed and with what's happening in the Republican party. And it's very clear it, it it's is, happening again in plain sight, sight that they are not going to accept the results of any election in which they, they lose. Right. Yeah. This it's, is frightening. It's so bad. I mean, I have to say I have been able to sleep, but that's for different reasons, but it has been a constant source of concern for me and just the kind of I, I, the the way you know, so let's just take this woman Elise Stefanik or however you pronounce her name. She's this the, is someone the who from New York. From upstate she's from New York. like way upstate New York. This is someone who is, is like a mo, was like a moderate Republican. Was was, was a moderate yeah. And like I mean, moderate Republican. I guess by current definition, moderate Republican. She was like a George W. Bush, Paul Ryan. But she right. had like a Washington resume. And she was someone Harvard who came to D.C. after Harvard. Yeah. She was interested in the military. She took Arabic at Harvard. I know someone who took Arabic class with her in Harvard. You know, but she was somewhere like within on the kind of spectrum of the kind of normal right left divide yeah. in the country. Right? She's a conservative. She was a conservative. And her whole deal was she ran for Congress. She wanted to promote Republican women. She uh-huh. was a, she was a moderate, right? 
Man, yeah. the way she has gone all in for Trump and the lies. Now, is this like blind ambition or is she one of these people, of which there are, who were moderate Republicans who are like now true fucking believers? That, I mean, only she could answer that question, right? right? And she's too cynical to tell us the truth. Right. Of course. So, Of course. But like she's on Bannon's radio podcast yesterday. I mean, because she wants is, power. It's working for her. Right. Right. It's, it's she's succeeding this right. way. It's money. It's power. I mean, she's all in with the like Jim Jordan. I mean, the whole thing, her whole kind of rise here. And mind you, Liz Cheney voted with Donald Trump more than at least yeah. Stefanik or whatever her name is. She started making these, you know, contacts with the Freedom Caucus. I mean, the crazy Jim Jordan. I mean, this is the, the Republican Party. And then what's going on in Arizona? The recount? The recount? They're looking for secret? bamboo in the paper. Because they heard that it was some Asian there are, country? No, ballots were flown in from China. So they're looking for bamboo traces. <laughs> I mean, just the racism in that thing alone. Exactly. Forget about thinking the lunacy. That. I kept thinking, like, but right, I had the same <laughs> exact thought. I didn't speak to you. I didn't text you about this, but I meant to. Like, setting aside the sheer lunacy that <laughs> they flew in ballots from China that, like, Paper in China, it must be bamboo. I don't know. It's Is like, paper oh, in China made of bamboo? We're, we're searching for traces of rice because they like to eat rice there. It's like, what? I, mean, this I whole smell chop suey. I smell chop suey sauce. <laughs> it's crazy. But crazy. What, but like, at what level do they think this is going to work? Because they clearly know something that we don't know. No, so it's, it's it, what, this is how it will work. The Cyber Ninjas, which is yes. the name of the firm that was hired by the Arizona Senate Arizona Republican yeah. president yeah. to do this look into it, is going to say, we found yeah, all we of found these irregularities. Okay. It's not going to overturn the election, but it is going to further feed this right. beast of this the, big lie, I, I, which I has mean, overtaken the Republican Party. But here, yeah, so that's what I really meant by like, what are they trying to achieve here? I don't mean Arizona. I mean, all of right. these, I mean, these politicians who are, you know, whether it's because of cynicism or some deeply held belief that was submerged and now has emerged, what do they think is going to happen? Because their party lost the House, the Senate and the presidency last right, year. Based on this now, kind of crap. Now, again, Given what we think we know about 2022, there's a likelihood that the Republicans are going to retake. Right. Remember, all the polling on the Senate races and the House races were wrong. I mean, Susan Collins, according to polls, should not be sitting in the Senate. The Democrats were supposed to have extended their majority in the House and they it narrowed. So it's not totally crazy for them to. So like if, you know, you're listening to something or you're reading something, they're like, well, you know, this is a really lousy strategy because under Trump, they lost the midterms and then they right. lost the general. But it's close. Yeah. And I'm telling you, some of the Democrats, some of the Dem- national Democrats are not helping themselves by, right. you know. And so the Republicans, the way what they're doing is they're feeding not only the beast of the big lie, but the big lie is part of a broader meta narrative that they're engaged in a civilizational war with the woke left. Yes. Yes. Right? Okay. However, but we know for a fact that more people have left the Republican Party since the 
inauguration. I mean, the Arizona Republican Party their base is shrinking. members. The, their base is shrinking, right? Right. So it, why it, do they? Why are they doubling down on this as a strategy? If this is unless they because know, they're true believers. Okay, unless they know that these will be the last truly free and fair elections that we have in this country. Well, there is there is that. They're banking on voter suppression and they're banking on the fact that their civilizational message resonates. And I, what concerns me is that their civilizational message does resonate, that to we're in the minority, that, that, that this kind of racist, uh, exclusivist, punitive, gun fetish type worldview is held by many, many more Americans than we think. And that Donald Trump for whatever, you know, whatever he is, he is the one who is going to be able to advance it because he's not polite and he will shout down the Democrats and the establishment Republicans and blah, 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 blah. And he'll like a bull in a China shop break through and Western civilization will be saved. I guess they're blind to the shit show that he created and sustained for four sure. years. And at what level does anybody in their right mind say, well, in November 2020, I was much better off than I had been in November I, 2016? I do not know, except for the fact that when I went to get my first vaccination, once I got past a certain town on the eastern shore of Maryland, it was all Trump Pence signs. Okay, but that's all but we, Trump but Pence signs. So that. those people obviously believe that they would be better off. Okay, but because they don't people... care about vaccination, they don't care about the economy. They care. They care. Uh, they have been mobilized. But there are by minority culture of issues. But there right? are minority. They are a minority of people in this country. They are, they are an a very intimidating vocal. bunch, though. They're intimidating and they're vocal, but they are a distinct minority. And you can say, okay, he's so got this is out. what keeps me up. I'm not sure they are. They, of course they are. He lost the election by I, no, I understand 7 million that, votes. I understand that. But they harvested many, many new Republican votes. They narrowed the and gap. We harvested, uh, and we harvested many, many new Democrats. Just, I'm just, more. you know. There are more Democrats in this country there than are, Republicans. There are. I, I get it. I just, I don't know. Between the voter suppression and this culture war, it's the very, voter very suppression worse. that's going to do us in. That's what's going to do us in. because. Let me ask you a question. If Kevin McCarthy becomes the, uh, the Speaker, Speaker of the House. House, and let's say he's still Speaker of the House in 2024, mm-hmm. and there is an election, a presidential election, mm-hmm. in which a Democratic candidate wins mm-hmm. the, uh, the Electoral College, mm-hmm. do you think Kevin McCarthy will certify those results? Uh, no. So, well, think about what you just said. No. Well, you just it, said that not, he's it up not to him? going to serve. Well, Wait, no. Isn't it up to the no? The it's House? the vice president. Doesn't the House have to certify the results? Right. The House. The, right. You're right. The House and then the Senate. I'm thinking about Pence. Right. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confuzzled, as Mia would say. So right. No. I don't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I, and, if, and my I mean, initial reaction is, without even thinking, it's no. And think about how crazy that is. That you didn't even think, and instinctively right. you're like, no, he won't. That's crazy. Right. I mean, this is a guy who on, you know, January 6th, the evening of January 6th, said the president, you know, bared responsibility for the insurrection. And then his mind. a few weeks later, it's like, no, what are you talking about? So my big fear 
uh, other than everything that we've just been talking about, is that the Repu- that the Democrats aren't taking this as seriously as they need to be because they're still playing. At least they're paying lip service to this. Well, we need to all work together. But the Republicans aren't interested in working with them. Well, there's, 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 I think there's, a, I think there's a, I think there's a, a, a difference of opinion at the very least between the parts of the of the Democratic Party, which is like, look, the Republicans are never gonna, they're never yeah. gonna play, and basically the president who's like, let me give it a shot. I know these people, and so uh, on and so forth. Although he around? seems prepared, he seems more prepared than Obama to just like go forward. Well, because right. he lived used that, years. And he while lived, he has it, use yeah, that but, that tie-breaking vote in the Senate, he, except for but, Joe Manchin. Uh, except for Joe Manchin. Except and, for Joe Manchin. Uh, what's her name in Arizona? Kirsten Cinema. Cinema. But he also lived through this as vice president right. for eight years. So he saw right. this. Right. So it's not as if he's blindsided by it. He, right. he knows what he's dealing with. Right. But he can't honestly look at Mitch McConnell and say, this is my friend Mitch and I can <laughs> right. work with him. He, McConnell said the same thing this week that he said about Obama. Exactly. exactly. Then, then he clarified it. He said, we're going to try to. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not interested in compromise and they're not interested in bipartisanship. I, uh, they're not. Like I said, though, I think that um, it is there is a chance that not only will the Republicans win by voter suppression, yeah, I think they legitimately could pick up votes. In certain because places. this culture war is so potent. It is so potent. Uh, you know, it, it, it's I, so I feel bad. Like you, I feel like you think it's a bigger deal than I do. And you could be right and I could be wrong or I could be right and you could be wrong. No, it, like, just think about it. Remember that book, What's the Matter with Kansas? Yeah. Kansas should vote, should be a blue state. Right. And it is a solidly red state. Sure. People are not rational actors. I they get that. They are motivated on these culture issues. So we had Dr. Seuss. We had the burgers. But hold we, on. Hold on. But those things disappeared very but, quickly. But they're part of an ecosystem. Sure. And it's just one thing after the next. Like we're going to see. We're going to see birthing people. That's going to come up. For those, but again, those what? things disappear. And like you said, but you, you hit the nail on the head. It's that ecosystem that exists. And there is no power. And we've talked about this before. Do we know that Dr. Seuss and Burgers have, have, have vanished? I don't know. Was I don't the last watch Newsmax and Fox. No, but when was the last time you heard about it? Or I don't know. It on, I mean, it could the be Twitter. the opening of Tucker Carlson. Yeah. And then he spends the bulk of it telling no, people he's not on to get to vaccinated. The vaccination. Right. He's on the but vaccination it, again, it's thing part of a broad. It's part of a broader discourse. But it's like you said, the ecosystem which right. is not... It's asymmetric because there's nothing that exists on the left the same way that there's a Fox I, I News. I think that's right. But I think that there's also – there's probably people who are somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but who, I feel like most rash, – again, like you said, not everybody is a rational thinker. But most people, they understand that the Dr. Seuss thing is nonsense. Right. <laughs> I, yes, but I also – I'm afraid there's enough people who are going to be like, hmm – this is really crazy. Like okay. the left is kind of nuts. Okay, and but. I'm gonna and like my the, the example that I was like freaking out about yesterday, which I was like, this is just not helpful. Yeah. Was the the new word for moms is birthing people? Like, here's the thing: maybe there's 15 people in America who care about the term birthing people, 
But you can see, yeah. you can see how in the right wing ecosystem they pick it up, and it's yeah, like two weeks of outrage, and, and it's this building block towards twenty twenty two. Okay. Besides the fact that birthing people is fucking Orwellian and bizarro, I'm sorry. Okay. It's Mother's but Day. But this is, but this is how. By the way, to all you mothers time. out there, happy birthing people's day. Seriously. Go ahead. Happy birthing people's day. But this is how they work all the time, and they I just know. move from outrage to outrage. I don't think. That it's building blocks. I just I think, think that it's whatever is the outrage du jour that no, they're going to go for. So you, hold look, on one second. Hold that's on, hold, the whole strategy. Hold on, hold on. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Four weeks ago. All we heard about was this crisis at the border. Right. The children at the border. And Ted Cruz went down to the border. And guess what? 85% of those kids have been moved back into where they need to be. And... The crisis is over and we never but did you hear read about Cheney's, it anymore. But did you read Liz Cheney's op-ed in the Washington Post? The Today? crazy border policies. This is part of the right-wing ecosystem. It doesn't again, matter it goes, what the facts but it, but it, are. No, but it goes but away. You don't it doesn't, hear no, but it doesn't. Fox News anymore. It doesn't, but it doesn't go, it doesn't go away. It the, pops the up idea, and then it goes back underground. If 85% of those kids are saved and with their families, yeah. it doesn't matter. In the right wing ecosystem. Okay, but if so, my remember, point. That's my point. My point is, is that these things live on and live on and live on, and so it really doesn't matter. The culture wars, the thing that matters. I've read over and over again, like, oh my god, you know, the the Republicans can't attack Biden's agenda on its merits, right. so they're doing all these culture things. I don't even think they think about it in those terms. I think they think. These cultural issues are the winning issues. Well, for us. it's it's the and I'm outrage not convinced machine. that they're wrong. It's the outrage machine. I'm not right? convinced they're wrong because if you remember, right before the midterms in 2018, they right. started with the caravans, right? And the result of that was that a maniac Good point. Took, took a gun and shot up a synagogue in Pittsburgh right. because right. of the caravans, right? And they and didn't then win the midterms. Disappears, but it disappears, right? But again, this is something. These all of these issues will pop up and then go away and then pop up again because it's all about generating outrage. Right. All it's the about time. mobilizing it's about mobilizing people. And I'm not convinced. I mean just maybe it's I'm paranoid. And like we started out by saying, you know, yeah. you're worried about this. Yeah. I can sleep, but I am worried about this. And this is what I'm worried about is that these things are mobilizing people. And that they're people who you know, you said, oh, well, any person in their right mind knows that this is like, yeah, but I'm not convinced that how many people are in their right mind. No, you're absolutely right. And certainly in this day and age. But what I, my point is, it doesn't matter what the issue is. They will right. find an issue and it doesn't matter if Democratic candidates aren't helping and if people say things that are not great or if people say things that are not Working helpful. People. And if birthing people, if it's not birthing people, it's Dr. Seuss. And if it's not Dr. Seuss, it's something else. You're so annoyed that I'm stuck on the birthing no, people. No, I'm not annoyed by it. But I'm just saying it's just to me, it's just another in a long line of manufactured bullshit. Right. But the manufacture it's bullshit, but it's bullshit that works is my But is all my of the bullshit works and it's always going to work. And there's nothing we can do about it except <sighs> the ecosystem needs to be dismantled. Okay. The outrage so, machine, there needs to be a monkey wrench thrown into the outrage machine to break. Well, this it. is why I wanted, I didn't want Mike Bloomberg to run for president. I wanted him to buy Twitter. And Which when he, he showed did not up, do. What? But he didn't do that. I want him to pull the plug. And I want someone to pull He's the plug on Facebook. 
but they're not going to do it. Nobody's going to do it. And Zuckerberg <gasps> is no, not pulling so his own Thank plug. you. We've entered the post-truth era, and it, 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 is, it is a time of cynicism. Yeah, it is. We've talked about this for five years now. I, I'm, I want to run away. But there is no running away because there's no escaping this because it's everywhere. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to some deserted island like uh, in the South, uh, you know, South Seas or wherever you want to call it. Where are you going to go? You can't go anywhere. Can I get locks? Yes, we can have locks. We'll sit down. We'll have a schmear. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad at all. But, but there's nowhere to escape. We cannot go anywhere to escape this. <laughs> we need to fix it. How? I'm at an. I'm. I'm. I'm at a loss. How do you fix it? Like, if 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 the insurrection wasn't going to break the the fever <laughs> and Donald Trump's yeah. grip on the Republican mm. Party but and the pull party everybody could... back from the brink, what is? The party could destroy violence, itself. like real, like 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 we've seen sectional real violence, violence, but we've seen real violence just sporadically. No, I know, like we real organized violence, like my my dream. Your dream is to have real, yeah. Organized my violence? ragtag group. I'm oh, Jeremiah, right, and my right, ragtag right. group of fighters. We we Listen, fight the battle may, of Devilwood against the QAnon brigades. It may come to that. Fuck. It, it just might. I mean, on the other side, they're certainly talking about that. They have a lust for it. Are you kidding? They do. That's right. They Sebastian Gorka. He so, wants to have a. He wants to have a civil war. Why does he go back to Hungary and have a civil war in his own fucking? Country? I mean, seriously, they've already got a head start there. Jesus but, Christ! But that's the answer. Oh my God! I just said something like Donald Trump would say. What did you say? Like, Jesus did he Christ. tell Sebastian Gorka to go back to his own country? Like, like uh, Trump told Ilhan Omar to go back to his own country, her own country. But this is her own country. <laughs> Same um, thing with Sebastian Gorka. He's awful. He's such a dick. But they do lust for this war. They do lust they, for it. They want this to happen. They so are badly. pushing it to happen. Because they believe they're engaged in a civilizational struggle. They're and saving what, the West. What are they from saving the, woke the West left. from? It's not what? the woke left that they're really the woke left is a proxy for what they're really saving the West from. And Sebastian Gorka will be the first one to tell you. The cosmopolitan Yehud? The, the dark, the, the Muslims, dark, the dark people, the, who dark are non, people. the non-Christian, uh, non-whites. That's what they're saving Western civilization from. That's what this is really about. Here's your class of civilizations right here, dude. It's all happening. I'm scared. You I'm should really be scared. scared. You're a Jew without a gun. <laughs> you can have your fantasies of protecting Devilwood Drive, but what are you going to protect? <laughs> You got a shovel that you're protecting your house with? I mean, I do. I actually have three, three, um, three shovels. I do. Well, I do have three shovels, but that's not. I um, the protection is tulip. Although tulip's not much protection, she's she's a hundred percent percent protection against bunnies. But if a person comes to the door, she grabs a toy and wants wants them to play with her. Yeah, um, dog, no, I've got baseball bats. I'm Maddie's good. softball bats. Good. That's going to work well against an armed intrusion. And what are you going to do? I, I mean, it's just beyond me. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think they. I, I think the word lust that you use is absolutely right. They There's have absolute bloodlust on yeah. the like. Yeah. On the on on the extreme wing of the right, but it's not as extreme it's a wing extreme. as it used to be. That extreme wing is right. the Republican Party. Sebastian today. Gorka actually had a job inside the Trump White House. For several years, was it several years? Yes, I feel like it was a year. No, it was. He didn't have a, a, he didn't have a clearance. 
but he had a neither job. Neither did Jared Kushner. And no, well, Jared Kushner did. They the president said, give it to him. Oh, but, yeah, they, over- they overrode the they president, overruled, overrode the right. objections. Yeah. By the way, Jared Kushner is uh, the yes, founder right. of, a new, of a new think tank. The Abraham yes, Accords Institute for Peace. Ridiculous. <laughs> Can I tell you that when I hear people talking about the Abrahamic uh, alliance, mm-hmm. that is this. I react the same way as when I hear people using the expression Judeo-Christian values. <laughs> it's just what, a what, bunch of. In what context have you been hearing the Abrahamic alliance? You haven't heard about this? Come on, well, you're the you're the Middle East guy. No, I know, but like the the you know the Emiratis have this Abrahamic center, which is a center of interfaith dialogue and so on and so forth. Yeah. But like the Abrahamic alliance, like against Iran, it's the Jews but, and it's the you know the, it's, it's Muslims the Sunni, and Jews. It's the Sunni, Sunni yeah. axis plus Israel, but that's not yes. Abrahamic alliance. But well, I've heard that. Yeah, our, our the Shia are they're also Muslims. We're, we're all uh, it, yes, I understand that, but. But you're right. It you're is hanging the, out in weird circles, man. I guess, I guess so. But it is the Sunni. Uh, no, I've I've heard that. In e- fact, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and Israel. I well against I Iran. Mean, I don't know. I don't know where Turkey fits into that one because it's clearly I'll, not aligned. I'll send, with, I'll, I'll send you an article that I read today in Haaretz. I was thinking of you when I read it. I should have sent it. It's to gonna you. make. It sounds like already. It's gonna make me cry. Probably. Oh my uh, God! But yeah, um, yeah, because isn't aren't uh, is Turkey scheduled to uh, up its uh, representation in Israel now? Like the ambassador, they're having talks with the Egyptians and allegedly the Saudis, but not necessarily the oh, Israelis. Really? I mean, I, I and I, I suspect, this, given what's been going on in Sheikh Jarrah, yeah, President not, Erdogan's this, not going to be yeah. really psyched about okay, that. Okay, maybe this week is bad timing. For bad this, timing. But yeah, that's also. Do you remember I wrote that piece on Sheikh Jarrah like yeah. more than 10 years ago? Right. It's the same family, the same issue has not gone away in 10 years. And the Israeli foreign ministry is calling this a real estate dispute. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> a real yeah. estate dispute. Like they're taking over these people's houses. It's the, the problem as I saw it then and as I see it now. If you're saying that Jews who own property in what is now East Jerusalem prior to 1948 are entitled to reclaim that property, but Arabs who did not, who, I mean, who also own property in Israel proper today, are not entitled to reclaim their property. Right. I mean, Rahabia, which is a really nice neighborhood of Jerusalem, used to be like an Arab neighborhood. Uh, you're, you're using one out of hundreds. I know. I'm just using it if we're going, if we're going in Jerusalem. Yeah. If Just we're like Jerusalem doing one alone. for one in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Well, I, I I spilled my my guts out on that this week in the pages of foreign policy. So whatever. Um, I'm sorry, well, I'm boring you. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm tired. I'm tired. I, you know, I haven't been well. I have a new ailment. You're, you're not it's, well. It's been it's been hard to sleep. I mean, I sleep, but it's not like comfortable sleep. It's not good sleep. You should take. It's not good. I don't feel rested. Take an Ambien. <laughs> oh God, I love Ambien so much. <laughs> I can't. That's why I can't take one. Today's episode so is brought to you by Ambien. <laughs> I freaking love sleep. Ambien. I love Ambien. Our spokes. Our spokes. I Steve take it Cook. before takeoff and wake up like fourteen hours later somewhere in the middle of the back. All right, let's do a meeting. I'm good. Let's go, baby. 
Ambien. Today's episode. Give me some cardamom coffee and a date. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I'm in corner. If you eat too many dates and have too much of that coffee, you're going to be ready for the bathroom. Dude, we have so many dates in my house. It's the end of Ramadan. Mm. And people have been sending us nice gifts of dates. It's really nice. All right. Enjoy All right. them uh, when you're enjoying your birthing person's day tomorrow. <laughs> Happy birthing person's day. I'm Happy so wound up on you. All right. I'm, I can't wait to call my mom tomorrow. Like, She's not your mom. She's your birthing person. <laughs> She's my birthing just enjoy it. I'm sure she knows about this. this so to all of you birthing did. people out there, happy birthing people. Guys. Happy birthing. We're out of here. Bye.